This episode is sponsored in part by our friends at Fortinet. Fortinet's partnership with AWS is a better together combination that ensures your workloads on AWS are protected by best-in-class security solutions powered by comprehensive threat intelligence and more than 20 years of cybersecurity experience. Integrations with key AWS services simplify security management, ensure full visibility across environments, and provide broad protection across your workloads and applications. Visit them at AWS Reinforce to see the latest trends in cybersecurity on July 25th to 26th at the Boston Convention Center. Just go over to the Fortinet booth and tell them Corey Quinn sent you and watch for the flinch. My thanks again to my friends at Fortinet. Hello and welcome to Last Week in AWS, the podcast. I'm in New York this week for the summit that's tomorrow, but I'm here until Friday. Check my Twitter feed if you're not doing anything tomorrow night and you happen to be in town. Now, let's dive in and see what AWS did last week. Amazon EC2 auto-scaling customers can now monitor their predictive scaling policy using Amazon CloudWatch. This is a moderate improvement for the folks who monitor their predictive scaling policies via their AWS bill. Amazon WorkMail now supports invoking Lambdas to fetch availability for free or busy, and I'm torn because I like the idea, but the idea of having to write a Lambda function just to set yourself as available on your calendar is horrific. I like the option, but the positioning of this as a good user experience is, well, bad. Image background removal using Amazon SageMaker semantic segmentation. Am I the only person who thinks that the final image output by this thing looks like absolute garbage? I mean, everything I use myself in Keynote or Photoshop or the rest works way better than this thing does. Maybe I'm just missing something. New Amazon EC2 M1 Mac instances. These are really interesting. They cost almost half of what the Intel version does, and they're incredibly useful for a few CI CD workflows. The one complaint I have here is that the Intel version is called Mac 1, where the M1 variant is called Mac 2. They're setting themselves up for a decade or more of nominative off by one issues. How William Hill migrated NoSQL workloads at scale to Amazon Keyspaces. This headline is dramatically different to read when you approach it from the eminently reasonable position that. William Hill is just some random dude's name. Understanding the life cycle of Amazon EC2 dedicated hosts. Increasingly, the only reason to use dedicated hosts that isn't both ridiculous and within your company's control is meeting third-party license requirements. And I take a dim view of those companies' position on the matter. So that said, this is a great explainer about what you need to know if you're in the position of needing to use them. Let's face it. On-call firefighting at 2 a.m. is stressful. So there's good news and there's bad news. The bad news is, is that you probably can't prevent incidents from happening, but the good news is that Incident.io makes incidents less stressful and a lot more valuable. Incident.io is a Slack-native incident management platform that allows you to automate incident processes, focus on fixing the issues, and learn from incident insights to improve site reliability and fix your vulnerabilities. Try Incident.io to recover faster and sleep more. How to use Amazon RDS and Amazon Aurora with a static IP address. 
Unfortunately, the post doesn't live up to the eldritch horror of my initial reading of the headline. Wait, you mean people are accessing databases that just hang out on publicly available IPs on the internet? Everything contained within it reassuringly expects that the customers are being incredibly intentional with VPNs, firewall restrictions, and or direct connect. Good work. Announcing AWS config custom rules using guard custom policy. Can I custom opt things out of config rules? Because when I was building out the last tweet in AWS.com Twitter client in all regions last month, it only cost a few cents, except for the $16 in config charges. Get ahead this summer with no-cost cloud training from AWS Educate. Someone's gearing up for an incredibly frustrating how I spent my summer vacation essay this coming September. And that's what happened last week in AWS. Thanks for listening. Stay salty, friends. Stay humble.